This week on the Push Wallows podcast, Dan gives away his egg recipe. And we talk about should you eat what we eat? Should your clients eat what you eat? Who knows? Yeah, why is... Oh, no. It's there now. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Three, <laughs> two, one. Dan, I got my Willie's apple cider vinegar. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? You sure it's apple cider vinegar? Just got your Willie in there. Just just got my, just put my Willie in my apple cider vinegar. Just, yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> Dip it in. Dip it in. Just, mate, it was in the uh, snacks and drinks aisle, so I th- I'm just going to have it on the side here. You can see Well, it. as long it's as it's not in the fat loss supplement section, I mean, it was not in the weight loss sub- section. It was in the snacks and drinks. Willie's apple cider vinegar. Just having a little snack or drink. I just don't think it can be classes either, to be honest. It's repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> never mind, eh? I, had to, like, I was like, no way. Because I thought it would be in the weight loss. I wasn't looking for it, FYI. Um, we sure, were in... Sure. What, what store is that? <sighs> you, know, you know the one. You know the pharmacy. I know exactly where it is. Wigmore Street. What's Wigmore it called? Street, yeah. um, I don't know, mate. If it's selling John, that sort of shit, you don't need to John Bell and Croydon. Yeah. Um, really, really, really lovely pharmacy. It's the most set out, beautifully, like, aesthetically beautiful pharmacy there could be. And uh, expensive place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, no, that, to be fair, that, that segues nicely straight into, you know, talking about what people eat. But if you want to go from there, you know, I mean, already We're only 90 seconds in. I know. I think we should just go with it because <laughs> it's rare for us, isn't it? But, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like it, it segues nicely because I sent an email out not that long ago and posted about it on Instagram yesterday. I think it was. It went quite well. Um, talking about how you shouldn't copy what I eat. Like you shouldn't just look at what someone else eats and go oh, i'm gonna eat that because they eat that because they're in shape or they get people in shape or whatever so they must know what they're doing so i'm gonna eat that um and i kind of the analogy i used was kind of like it's kind of like hearing that your co-worker has decided to cycle to work every day and they're absolutely loving it but not taking into account the fact they live 10 minutes down the road and go through country lanes and you live two hours away and have to go on motorways it's like it doesn't mean anything if you if you hear if you heard them say that you wouldn't go i'm gonna go and start doing that you'd get the context around it and much the same way like if i eat eggs for breakfast every day you don't know anything about the context of my diet my daily activity anything else i do during the day what other meals i have that day um and it just i suppose it comes back to the the thing with apple cider vinegar as well because because you see someone else taking it does not mean that's why they're in shape if someone starts taking apple cider vinegar and they're eating mcdonald's every day and they're not counting their calories and they're eating loads of shit and they're still losing weight great it's probably something in it i'd probably look at that and go that's interesting there the fact is in the context of their diet they are also on a calorie controlled diet eating veg and eating protein and all that sort of stuff and it's like come on and it just kind of annoys me a bit in our industry because it's so common to see someone who's in shape, someone like Joe Wicks or people all over Instagram and go, he eats that, so therefore it must be okay for me. No, Joe Wicks probably does 20,000 steps a day, does about three exercise classes a day, um, so he can eat higher calorie stuff more regularly. And I think it's just so rife now with social media because you can see what the people are doing so you watch someone else and they go oh they're eating that like i eat eggs most mornings some people don't like eating the same thing every day they'd rather be have some variety in their diet some people don't even like eating breakfast some people like eating loads of calories at breakfast some people like eating loads of calories at dinner 
and it's like you just need to find your way of doing it and it just really winds me up when i see people like because i did have people message me like oh i thought they were high in calories yeah they are so what <laughs> you have to still. or like i thought they were bad for you or oh i've never thought of having you know i never didn't think i could have that every day I'm like well, what like you you can and you can't like, i don't understand why because i've started doing it people are like i'm gonna do it now <laughs> that's the that's the that's the one thing uh remember me having easter chocolate I'm an yeah. adult. I can do the what the fuck I like. Yeah, I just, I just, I just find it fascinating. And then because it also came to light because I had posted a YouTube video ages ago, like a day in the life of quarantine, um, sort of just going over what I was doing each day. And I think I had, um, again, I had eggs for breakfast, eggs on toast. And then for lunch, I think I had like a ham sandwich or something with an apple and crisp or something. And then for dinner, I had chicken, <laughs> I had chicken rice and, and a pepper. And someone just put like, oh, I see that you obviously think that vegetables is the usual fitness industry bullshit now as well or something. Something stupid like that. And I was like, what? I was like, one, I've eaten vegetables in the day, number one. I was like, number two, that one day doesn't tell you anything about my diet over the last <laughs> week. Um, and I just find it quite interesting because people look at snapshots like that of people's food or whatever, and they think that that's the way to do it. And in our industry, people only really post the good stuff or the fun bits of food because no one wants to look at a chicken fucking salad. Like, it doesn't happen. So you do post the meals of the day that look nicer or are more delicious and all that sort of stuff. Um, and and I think it's one of those things. It's not like people aren't eating healthier stuff. It's just it's not really, like, Instagram-worthy, is it, to post broccoli? No. Like, it's just not worth it. Um, so, yeah, I just find it fascinating that people look at that and think, oh, they, they, they can do that and get away with it. Uh, it's like it's not getting away with it. It's understanding how to like eat properly through the day for you. Um, and I just think it's weird that people copy what other people eat. It's weird. I find I it really they, odd. They can, if they want to put it, get away with it. Weird. It is mental health week. That's a weird mindset to take. But they can, but they have to do the, the correct things that maybe you would coach them to or the certain things that maybe we do naturally. Um, but yeah, like... I'll have, I'm, I'm the person who falls into the category of I get up and I go and eat pretty much straight away. And probably I would eat like two breakfasts or one large one extended over an hour. I'll be like, all right, I'll have like a fruit smoothie, protein smoothie and, and like a coffee. And then I'll come back and then I'll make my eggs and then have that. And this is all very quarantine based to be honest mm. not not when i'm at third space but i still have probably have two breakfasts like one yeah, or three if anything three yeah probably. i'm <laughs> up at like half five so it's like have something then i have to have something then that'd be my like yogurt or cereal or whatever and then i'd have something like after my first two three four clients so it's like i'm still eating i would probably on average i'm over a thousand calories for my breakfast i'd say mm. pretty easily and people are like especially when obviously you know uh chloe it's just like she tends to skip breakfast or not have anything at all and just have a coffee. And it's like, but that's, she prefers a like a bigger lunch. Whereas I'm quite kind of, I don't know. I, if people saw my breakfast and that's all they saw and then a the dinner, they'd be like, crap, you eat everything. I was like, eh, I don't really eat that much during the day. Like mm. that's the time where it's just like, yeah, I'm doing stuff. I'm out. I'm, yeah, I do that. I sort of, at the moment I'm like, having breakfast later so it's like half 10 11 maybe have quite a big one and then i just kind of like have a few little bits and then i have dinner at about six seven and that's it like two big meals yeah, mainly big meals. i that's, just think it's i think doing. i think times like this are really good to hone in on your preferred eating pattern like now's a great time to listen to your body that's how i hate when people say that listen to your body because <laughs> it doesn't talk to you but you know you just need to try and feel for what it is that you like so i i know it's got an inner monologue down 
That's fine. yeah, true. No, they don't. No, there was, there was, that was in a that was in an article the other day. Not everyone speaks to themselves that way, apparently. Well, they don't. Um, yeah, I don't get they it. Do. But apparently, they wow. don't. Um, is yeah, like I I know when I get up, I'm not hungry. I have a coffee. I enjoy t- probably two coffees. I usually tend to have, and then I'll start thinking about breakfast. Well, that's um, a trick note. So on the two coffees, because obviously I introduced you to the the wonderful thing that is Khalifia. Does that count in your two coffees? No, because that would that would be with breakfast. That's with that's with a meal that that drink. You can't have that on its own. Like standalone good coffee on its own. Okay. It's, so it's, you, it's you have two. You have two coffees plus Khalifia probably usually yeah okay so three coffees yeah um but yeah i think it's just worth trying out certain things so like if you're listening to this and you're like oh i don't know if i prefer a bigger breakfast or bigger like try it like don't just have a breakfast that you eat and it doesn't really fill you up if you want to try having double the amount try it and see if you can go the day then without eating as much like i think everyone has their own internal as a way of doing this and i i know i do i'd rather do it that way and feel hungry for dinner than feel like it gets a dinner but like, oh, i only ate a few hours ago like i i just prefer to go into that meal a bit hungry and um being aware of that but also you'll start realizing when you're most productive or when you're most alert like i find that time in the morning i'm quite alert and i'm quite creative things go through my head quite a bit i then have to have a break and when i have that break is when i then start eating um so yeah i think it's just worth with everything that's going on trying to work out what that looks like for you because people always say oh, I love eating loads of food later on at night. And then I look at their diets and I'm like, yeah, but it's because you don't eat anything during the day. So of course you're going to. Whereas actually, if you tried eating a bit more during the day, you maybe then wouldn't eat so much in the evening or you wouldn't want to snack so much or, or whatever. So I think it's worth playing around with sometimes and trying to think about little energy dips you have during the day. When are they? How can you get around them? I had a really bad one today at like five o'clock and realized because I had like four coffees today. And I was like, yeah, that'd be what it is. <laughs> Just had a massive <laughs> crash. Um, but again, didn't have much for lunch as well, admittedly, but I knew it was more because of the caffeine than anything else. But um, yeah, it's just worth looking at that sort of stuff. Don't just copy what someone else is eating. It's just ridiculous. It really annoys me. <laughs> I really, every single time you post your eggs, I really want to just kind of start to, I don't know, post my own eggs as well. Just not even like on my, or just like post whether I'm going to get like some sort of egg based competition. But you only do scrambled. I, 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 100% 100% my preferred eggs are scrambled and we cook them incredibly similarly and in how we do stuff but what correctly you mean correctly yeah, yeah. 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 it's got to be kind of light fluffy but it's also got to be a little bit someone runny. sent me theirs the other day and I was just like what the fuck's that piece of rubber on your toast <laughs> Get out it's like side. it's got to be it's got to be runny and it's like I'll put so you do you do the same as me where you like say it's like two or three eggs whack that in but you you put the uh, like the butter in as well but it's all cold and then you heat that up together. Right, some people, so here we go. Exclusive, go right? First. This is exclusive. Because I said for ages, I'm never going to release my recipe of these because everyone keeps going <laughs> on about it, right? They might, I've had people message me going, oh, so is this what you do? Is this the secret? Is this it? And I'm like, it's really fucking basic, right? Oh, yeah. As you just described, Tom. You put, <laughs> you put three eggs in a cold pan. Yeah. You put a knob of butter in there cold cold pan. And you yeah, mix correct. it all together. So it kind of goes like all the same color and you're kind of like yeah. quite uniform. You then turn the heat on, believe it or not, and then you just constantly stir it. You don't ever let it stop. You don't ever let it stop moving. You just keep stirring it all the time. And eventually it starts going and you start seeing it go. And then you can really gauge the consistency. But the trick is what people do is they leave the pan on the hob the whole time. You've got to take it off 
occasionally stir yeah. it let the because there's still heat then in the pan that's going to cook them you kind of have a little look you kind of check you put it back on the heat for 10 seconds take it off check because the eggs cook after you've taken them off the hob and people what they do is they make them go rubbery because they're done and then they take it off the pan. They might then butter their toast or put their toast on. Yeah, then they leave it in the pan. Like, no, and you're like, the eggs are they're cooking overcooked. themselves. Yeah, they're cooking so they, themselves. So what I do is I toast my bread first. That's done. Like that pops up before I even turn the heat on. Put the butter on, whatever. So that's done. That's when then the eggs are perfect. So they come off the pan, perfectly cooked onto the toast. It's ready done. And then they're not cooking anymore because there's no heat. And like it's like people are like oh so do you get the pan hot first do you add this i was like no it's really easy like you so just don't ever cook them like you just keep taking the pan off the heat because that's the thing that kills it is it goes too hot yeah. too quick and then it goes and like, so there you go i just released my famous just, recipe there you go absolutely exclusive no people salt no pepper no nothing no nothing not just butter. I, I put salt in I yeah on top i put it on top afterwards but not yeah. in the mixture just like boom put it in there it's strange with the poached eggs as well it's like two minutes. That's all you need. Two minutes in a poach. Take them out. Then take them out. 100%. It's just like put them and then put them on like kitchen towel. It takes all the moisture away. And then they're fine. It's crazy. Food cooks after you've taken like, it out. Cause no, it's just like two minutes. That's all it needs. And people are like, oh, I'll just let it rest in there. It's like, no, no. You just, it's the it's boiling. It's like, fuck. Like, it's the same as the, every single type of egg. Leave it in the shell. It's like, no, get it out. Fucking hell. Get it yolky. Jesus. Crazy, mate. Interesting. Interesting thing. Just a breaking news thing on, uh, we can actually just talk about it. You can't see that. But in the last yeah. two hours for Facebook, that's interesting uh, for, I think, a lot of PTs. That would be big for the, well, reasonably good for the fitness industry. Um, that they have just launched Facebook shops. Mm. That's quite cool. Yeah, that's really going to, I mean, you know what they're like. They're going to take a nice hefty percentage probably, I'd have thought. But, you know. Yeah. So it's pretty handy for people who haven't got websites, I suppose. Haven't got the ability to only sell on a website. Right, because obviously, so they're then a partner with like Shopify, WooCommerce, ChannelVisor, BigCommerce. I mean, like, yeah. BigCommerce, WooCommerce, and Shopify are big ones that uh, I've heard of, at least. Shopify is a lot of the ones that fitness-based people tend to use. Yeah. Um, certainly something we use at PTC. So it'd be an interesting way of looking at it, especially to, I don't know, start to streamline their stuff on there. Then it will link straight to Instagram and all that kind of crap. Um, so that'd be good. People to look into, especially if they want to sell their services. But, it's just, I think it's interesting though, because it's just, it's just more, it's going to be more data for Facebook to, to, have and to look yeah. over spending patterns of things like that like it's just they they really are sort of i suppose from that point of view looking at uh, you know really sort of honing in on on people and, and targeting them with more advertising better you know based on what they spend on certain things you'll then be able to retarget adverts to them based on customer spend things like that as well like it's just it's smart like they're 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 bringing everything in house like you you know like they yeah like they would do like you know people should but they've seen the uh Oh, Jeff Bezos is probably going to be the first trillionaire. How Amazon is going. Crazy, isn't it? Absolutely smashing it. So, yeah, why not jump on the bandwagon, to be honest? What do, you make of, what do you make of it? Like, you know when you see these um, signs that are always saying, like, um, shop local, like, support the economy, shop local, don't buy from Amazon or Bezos or whatever. Like, what's, what's your, like, take on those sorts of things? Like, completely it's random. weird, isn't it? It's a really weird thing. For food... Like we make a point by to go into the like the farmers market, 
like whenever the whenever they're here we'll like yeah i'll go spend like 30 40 50 quid in the farmer's market and get you stuff because i think there is a difference like all all the style of the meat and stuff has always been nicer uh, getting it from there but in terms of amazon it's weird though isn't it because you're like i'll quite happily i bought van stuff like under armor all this all they have perfectly good online stores all that kind of stuff but i'll buy it off amazon Mm. i'll just flick through it so and i'm like mm, i'm not shopping local or any of that kind of stuff it's just it's just all in one place that's the thing i think, I, think I, it's, I, it's, I don't do the food that's the thing yeah so i think it's uh, the food one is definitely a thing like that's a shop local i get that sort of thing you know you don't need to support big companies and things like that but i can't i i just think sometimes it's a bit of a not as i sound bad saying it's defeatist attitude but i can't help but think rather than just saying that what are you offering to compete like so for example around here the circus restaurant right had to close obviously because of covid right mm. and within a week of that happening they'd set up a veg box veg and meat box delivery service straight off the bat they were like straight away they were getting themselves out they're not sitting there moaning like oh you know support our local economy support our local businesses they're just like no let's compete like people can't Ocado, for example can't get fresh veg from the local areas to your doors quick enough they can't They've got in their convenience. They've adapted. And I just find it really interesting because obviously like, I agree to a certain extent about it. But then there's a reason that Amazon's grown and why it's so big. And it's because it's so convenient and it's got a wide variety of stuff on there that you just go to and you can get it next day delivery and stuff, right? So it's one of those things where I think it's just the way the world's going because people are inherently lazier. They want things more conveniently. And unless these sorts of shops adapt to that, they're not like you're just saying buy local isn't really helpful. It's like, well, yeah, but why are people buying from there? Why are they going to those sorts of places? I think the, the reason you do is like quality, right? Or the, the buy local thing is normally because we haven't had this. Buy local is to support somebody you may you might know, or support like the high street or that kind of stuff. Mm. But the social interaction, people are like I'll I'll spend it a couple quid more because of the social interaction. That's not there anymore. So <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah, I just I just it's think it's, one, it's, it? it's interesting. It's just interesting. I just find it funny that you've just got to adapt with the world and how, how it's moving. And there's quite a few coffee shops. Like I got an email from a coffee shop the other day and it was, I've, well, I've not, I've not been to it before. I don't think, I think I must have signed up the email list or something. And it was like, Oh, can you donate 10 pounds to help support uh, the business? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like people could do that, but why are you not offering like online coffee ordering? Yeah. Like online subscription coffee. Why? Like, it just it just baffles me and obviously all the companies that are doing that are obviously pivoted to that 100 percent. they put more money into it more ads and stuff um but yeah i just i just find i just don't know i, I just i just because there's stuff like so a lot of the prets uh, around us have opened up and all that kind of stuff so only is it pret like soho coffee house all this kind of stuff but they're selling their produce so pret you can buy produce there so they're selling like normal like they're selling butter and like milk because they have quantities of it they're selling their coffee beans because they realize actually starbucks do that like we should sell our coffee like so because we're not going to get as much footfall so therefore people are going to have to make a, a bigger purchase whilst they're in store but they're selling that kind of weird that stuff is really odd we went went into one yesterday yeah and i was like wow really strange but also there must be a legality on something as well because we're walking around the neighborhood here i don't know if it's happened in bath so there's a couple of companies there's a couple of places. So there's a there's a one restaurant, and there's uh, was it like a Greek place? You know Opso, mm. you reckon you know that, don't you? And then there's a there's a pub um, 
that have pivoted and they're definitely trading on a different name to be able to open. And pubs are not allowed to be open, correct? I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But they've opened their doors and they're selling like local produce or selling their wine in like bottles and stuff and you can take away a glass or whatever and walk down the street. But they're just they've they've changed the title of the, the company and they've like shopper something I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, it's, it's a bit like the circus, though. It's like, yeah, you just you just taken your project yeah, you just, in bulk. You're, you're like, actually, like, restaurant. Uh, we're not we're not going to serve it by the glass, and you can't stay here. But you can. We've decided to. We're not no longer no longer called the coach makers. We're called it was something else like cuttlefish. I don't know. It's made up. It's definitely going to see. And they were like, yeah, you can come shop here now, and we can yeah. you can just take it away. And it's like, actually, yeah, you've got obviously got all that produce, so you might as well get rid of it somehow. Mm. But they that's those are the companies that might live like potentially live past it because they've been able to pivot slightly not the ones like yeah exactly i'm local but pff, what am i actually yeah, doing but it's, even before this all happened like you saw those sorts of signs you know even before like this kicked off it was it was all like you know do that and yeah i don't know i, I just completely random question as i just it just popped into my head <laughs> as i because i just i just remembered that the circus i'm going I'm, really i'm going i go by there every day with a dog and um just reminded me because obviously they're basically what started out as them just in one little van with one person doing it they've now got about six people there doing bits and bobs and shuttling out the cars and stuff it's, super, yeah, it's, just it's, it's interesting here as well because obviously deliveroo like have killed it in terms of like the delivery service and uber eats are, are there or thereabouts right don't really hear much about like just eat even just just eats meant to be bigger though than those two correct if i'm, I'm pretty sure i don't know um but there's a uh, something called supper that's just started and they have a little bit of like more of a plush kind of delivery thing and and it's all of the really high-end restaurants have started doing takeaway like koya and nobu and all these guys that like you're spending like 200 quid on the bill for two people no matter what that's what's happening and they've started doing takeout now which i'd never they obviously have never thought they would offer that service at all it's super interesting how the uh those high-end restaurants have started out as well. <laughs> They're just like, yep, okay. But it's obviously been like slightly better Tupperware. They've got like custom-made bag things as well. I Super- expect like actual Tupperware, <laughs> like from a thick Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, like send me like your Amazon Tupperware that you got to send. Yeah. I can reuse. But yeah, super like, I was quite surprised because I was like, they, those guys have got super high rents. They're going to be like, they're in Mayfair and Malibu and all these guys. So it's the, they're not expecting, they're expecting like a few customers is probably good for them. But yeah, strange, isn't it? Super weird. But um, now we've been talking about food. This is something, because obviously we had the the uh, the chaps on Friday. When did they release it? Monday. They released it yesterday. Yeah, you were what? late with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was deciding whether to put it on Saturday or Monday. Our biggest listener day is Monday morning. So I was like, I'll put it on there because people will be looking at it anyway. Um, oh. So I was like, yeah. I was trying to play, play, play it tactically. And also, yeah, I was playing golf on Sunday. So um, that took precedence. Nice. Then. Yeah, of course, <laughs> that always takes precedence, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, Kevin and Dan were lovely chaps. Even Dan said they were lovely chaps. Um, yeah. I mean, even I said they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're a good crack. Um, it just it gets you to realising like, what it's like to be of a, t- a team that's like singing from the same hymn sheet. I imagine it'd be similar if we were coaching together again. And you're like, yeah, it's just like you you trust in what everybody's doing. You don't mind yeah. flying off to them, all that kind of stuff. Um, but there's one. There's I think both of us it resonated with us. Um, two things. 
we thought were big. If people haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Um, the one thing that I've written down is training is not a menu, it's a recipe. And I was like, that's brilliant. I spent a lot of time with these guys and they never said that to me before. Um, <laughs> I was like, where's that come from? I spent over a fortnight with you guys. Like, what the hell? Um, but yeah. yeah, that's cool. Training is not very, menu. very good. Yeah. I think just fitness. I think fitness you could put, you don't even put training. You could, you could fucking, you throw nutrition in there, mate. It's the same thing. It's, you've got a, a calorie goal. You've got a protein amount. You've got vegetables. You need to eat a fiber amount, a high, you know, fluid intake. I guess it like it's you know it, it doesn't matter who you are you're going to have some elements of those that need to be thought about in different proportions different quantities and that's going to get your result really yeah you're going to follow a it's like the recipe's going to be pretty much instructional you're probably going to follow the same order we're all pretty like you said we're all fucking predictable as human beings yeah. like within a within a change pretty we know how people are going to change when they train and how much they do um we're just setting out the quantities of how much they need to do it by. So, and we're like, well, that's for training. It's perfect. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's like, oh, which one should I do? It's like, no, no, you're, you're always going to do this, this kind of stuff. Just how much of it is your decision or the coach's decision. Yeah. Cause Ben Bruno did what he posted one and he sort of, I think it's on his principles thing. And he sort of said, you know, in terms of fitness and training, you know, everything's important. He said, but kind of think of weight training as the main meal and, and cardio as a side dish. It's like, yeah, you need, you know, don't, don't do, too much cardio but it needs to be there some in some description i think that's the whole thing with the recipe is it's you know mobility you need to do some power work you probably need to do some and people think power work means either cleans or plyometrics it's like no there's other elements to power whether it's just moving the weight quickly like just doing a squat as quickly as you can for example rather than taking your time with it or doing a slow leg press or whatever like there's there's different and again the spectrum of that is going to change based on who you're working with um again change of direction is going to be useful to some people to some degree but another people they're going to need to think about it whether it's training certain you know planes of motion don't just sit in the sagittal plane all the time forever like think outside the box a little bit like stuff like that i think it's just you know you could tell those guys were talking about that sort of thing um like i said whereas people think oh so i should be doing snatches and cleans then and then also powerlifting and then no that's not what we're saying it's just remembering <laughs> that there's certain elements of the training sessions that you need to have these sorts of things to think about um and, and yeah you know they, like i said those guys know what they're doing and it, it it shines through when you hear something like that. You just, I was just like, shit, all right. Because most people, like say with the menu thing, it's like you either look at CrossFit or powerlifting yeah. or bodybuilding or and it's like, no, actually, you could probably take elements of all of those, put them together, like it says, as that recipe and, and come out with something that looks really, really good. And I think, um, not to harp on about him too much, but Ben Bruno did another post about it. It's just after that, actually. He must have listened to the podcast. Um, <laughs> and he literally put like, um, he doesn't train hang on let me find it because it was really good he literally said like he doesn't train to try and be like stupid strong or anything like that. he trains to just because he wants to be able to move better for his sports oh, yeah. um it put here yeah, i played he basically put i played a lot of sports growing up and still feel like an athlete even though i'm not kind of thing it's just how i want to be um and he's put i never wanted to be strong in the gym um and not be able to do anything outside of it a lot of strength athletes like bodybuilders powerlifters make themselves worse athletes with their training um and ultimately you want to be a better athlete because you're training um and he sort of said training you know supports your sport kind of thing yeah. um well, it, even know. that it just it just supports your everyday life because i can i resonate with that post because he took he was a video of him playing golf plays yeah. a ton of golf tennis playing tennis more now i'm like yep it's about right 
to do a lot of swimming, all that kind of stuff. It's to get, not to get better at those. It, obviously, it helps, but it's just like to be able to play them to the best of my ability, then, yeah, why not? Otherwise, I'm not going to enjoy them as much um, if I'm really shit at them. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, it's interesting how they're just putting that together. Um, but I think it's, it's just something that I'm going to take home. 100%. And then the second thing was how they've, how, I don't know, Mike Boyle's uh, SNC has pivoted in terms of the uh, the group tra- training. If you have a facility like that um, and you're able to pair up with a coach, I think that's amazing. If you can get that many people on your, your feed or your, uh, your Zoom class, say you're at like, I think above 20, right? Charge them a fiver each, you're probably okay. 100 good for the session. 45 minutes, say. And if you can get two people on there, the quality of that is going to skyrocket, surely. In terms of one one guy, one lad, girl, is just doing the, the exercise. Coaching is absolutely in point. Queuing is absolutely in point. They're making sure they move correctly. Um, which is, I'm sure, I feel like that's going to be a bit of a bite back from a lot of PTs. Is they need to move, they need to be able to move properly because that's something that we've started to introduce out of a lot of third space, and it's it's incredibly hard because learning to skip and do any of the, those kind of motions is hilarious. But there's people who do it. Like I set the task for all of my Marlboro PTs essentially to learn to skip because I was like, you guys need to move properly because they're gonna ask why. Like saying that maybe me, uh, maybe like any the elite trainers get people to skip and. Yeah, this is how they do their movement prep and there's gonna be a case of like hang on a minute i'm a newbie trainer why am i not why is that trainer doing that and i wouldn't be able to learn to do that and the clients gonna be like oh the elite trainers tend to do this you need to look up to that so it's like all right learn how to fucking do it but it's interesting having two like two people on the call and one person just correcting form I want to know how they go about correcting it or like giving tips do they just shout it out in the class or they do a little private message no, it'd be na- they'd have names on it. It would be like, yeah. uh, you know, watching it Because obviously you can do breakout groups and stuff like that on Zoom. And, um, but I assume there's just like a little private message, bam, 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 put that in there. Or a little audio note or something like that. So, yeah. I think they just tell they say it to everyone. The, the two coaches would have this, the microphones on. Everyone else had their microphones off and it would just be like, hey, Tom, your knees look shit. Push them out a little bit. Hey, Dave. Right. <laughs> Make sure you, you retract your shoulder on that movement properly. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Obviously, in a facility like that, with, the, with those kind of guys, obviously, they're all employed so that, you know, they can have a group of four people and it's still going to be worth it for them. Whereas yeah, most yeah. BTs, like you say, you know, it's, it's sort of pay per session kind of thing. It wouldn't quite work the same, I don't think. But yeah. Yeah, yeah food for thought, anyway. Think about anyway. Yeah, 100%. It's definitely an increased quality. So if people are already on a subscription based thing, then why not? If people want to learn how to do it, maybe you can take on a little shadow. It's something that I thought, well, we talked about third space-wise, and I was like, with these massive classes, I feel like they should have like a little assistance anyway. Like, if there's 40 people in a class, no chance. 45-minute class, that's just over one minute per person that you're spending with. Um, So, yeah, that's that's not enough coaching. Trust me for every single thing. So, yeah, I thought that was... bang for buck on that um yeah mate i'm gonna keep this one nice and short is there any other stuff you want to talk about as we trickle not, past half an hour not for me no for any any when when gym's opening yet dan or in so i know Club, when you? yeah i know when yeah yeah i'm, not, I'm just not telling anyone <laughs> boris is talking bunker cast 15 what did we say plus plus 20 oh easy easy 
30. For, <laughs> it's going to be 30 to 40 now. We'll have to, uh, stop 20, I reckon 24. 24, 24 yeah. Another eight weeks. I said plus 20, didn't I? So, what, until the gym's open? Still think it's going to be like October. September, October. We'll see. Crazy days, mate. All right, on that positive note, <laughs> we'll catch you next week. See you later.